Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to, I think it's episode 59, who knows, who cares anymore, of that podcast that me and my friend Rob, who's right here, do called I Understood That Reference. Hello, I'm right here, and I'm, well, digitally, virtually, I'm I'm adjacent, I'm digitally adjacent. There we go. Hey Ross, <laughs> you're my friend too. <laughs> I mean, I know we haven't we haven't done the pod in about two or three weeks, but if that wasn't, <laughs> I'm right back in. That wasn't the most smoothest intro I've ever heard. Didn't miss a beat. Not not a beat was missed there. But look, it's 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 Halloween month. One of your favorite months. Oh my! Literally one of my favorite months. Like, we'll come up today. We've got some uh, very very fun stuff. Rob doesn't know what I have planned for him, and it's going to be outlandish, and it is going to be definitely worth sticking around for, folks. So stick around for the second half of this episode, because it's going to be <laughs> ghoulishly delightful. Oh, 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 that's a hint I haven't gotten so far. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's, a, there's a theme. I'm in trouble here. Big trouble. You're, you're not in too much trouble, don't worry. But, Rob, look, tell the good folks, how are you, man? It's been, it's been a while. How have you been? Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been surviving. As the fella says, it's been a it's been a whirlwind of a few weeks. As I've obviously relayed to you over just a text message, but uh, yeah, I, I I basically you know had some holidays planned in the US that got tanked because Sleepy Joe didn't open up the borders. I I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think he even realized they were closed, which is probably the, <laughs> the issue there. So I had to kind of aggressively pivot, to like to use my time off differently, and I came back to a just a just a perfect storm of work stuff. So for people who are wondering why we kind of missed a week or two in the in the release schedule, it's because I was all over the shop. So there we go. But you know, I'm I like I said to you earlier before in our preamble, I'm 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 more zen now. I've gotten through the I've gotten through the hump this week, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to just chilling out this evening now. Finally, after just barnstorming madness for the last little while. But yeah, it's been a it's been it's been a it's been a week or two. It's, I mean it certainly has mm. That could have been personal there I realised it's like Where am I going with this <laughs> Who am I talking to We're here for your pop culture It's been a It's been yeah. a week and a, a Week and a bit <laughs> But uh, yeah look check from, uh, <laughs> what's, what's, It sounds like David Blaine You know this monotone This monotone kind of just like I'm gonna perform a magic trick Like could you be the most That's the most le- An amazing performer Beside a very boring voice I, There's a description I saw of him and it's like when David Blaine is talking, it looks like his voice is putting his face to sleep. It was just the most, ama- <laughs> the most amazing <laughs> description. That is so funny. It's good. What an observation. People are funny. Do you do you reckon he is in his element right now? Because you know, if if you go like to restaurants or to bars and stuff, there's all the perspex glass boxes everywhere. <laughs> do you think because he did that like, levitating box thing for days, he was like practicing? He's He's, he's all prepared. <laughs> when he's paying for his bill, he's able to pass it through the perspex. He's just like, look, watch, I'll make this money go through the glass. And they're like, yeah, we put a, we put a slit in there so you could do that, David. You fraudster. How dare you. I, you fraudster. He's flying. I mean, he's just lifting one foot over yeah. the other. It, it is funny, though, because like like I said, I mean, if you go to some places, you see the old... Uh, the Perspex glass everywhere. Oh, they've gone on and then in. you go to other... Yeah, they've gone all in. Oh, well, some have. And then some have gone, like, the Perspex glass is about, you know, one foot high. And you're like, what is... What is this for? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Uh, is this gonna... This isn't gonna stop anything. I, this is not gonna stop anything. No. Well, also, like, none of that makes sense, ultimately. Like, it, it stops, I guess, 
if you were to cough at, directly at someone intentionally, I guess it would catch that. But just people breathing yeah, intentionally. <laughs> it's not like people breathing in a room. It's not like your your breath just goes. Well, oh, I gotta stay in here now. This is my zone. I know there's. It's only it's only yeah. surrounded on two sides. But you know, I can I can imagine where the rest of the boundaries are. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna stay put like a good old virus. That's what I'm gonna do. Every time I'm near one of them, I feel like I should just go snakes. I hate snakes. <laughs> Because uh, if you ever look at Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can quite clearly the, the, the see shimmer. the the perspex yeah. sheen of the glass, like so. And fooling anybody, nineteen early nineteen nineties or late nineteen eighties cinema, nineteen seventies, my guy. Is is Indiana Jones nineteen seventies? Well, oh, it's like for it's early eighties at because they they like they went between like eighty. And eighty nine, the first three, they went over quite. A- oh, there you go, there you go. Definitely not nineties. That was very, very. I suppose there was the new one in the in the early noughties as well. So oh, it wasn't. That's what I meant. No, that there one wasn't. Oh, was it not? No, I, I just don't. I just discount that one completely. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I was like, am I wrong on all four? <laughs> no, of all four that movies. Was just, I just have a personal <laughs> vendetta on the the supposed fourth one. That, that's fair. But speaking of movies, Rob, will we go and do some uh, do some quick thoughts and quick bits of some films that are out recently or whatever? What, what do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let me. Shall I kick things off? Yelled bollocks. Go for it. <laughs> Listen, I thought it's been a while since we dabbled, and I just this is significant. I think as a little conversation start, just to warm us up. It's been a been a couple of weeks, and uh, this is Robert's box office bonanza. We're back, baby, with the box office business. I just wanted to bring this up because I think. You know, for for the longest time, you know, eighteen months or so, people have not been going to the cinema, Ross. They haven't been doing it. The cinemas have been closed. It's been a disastrous time. So there's there have some there have been some big tense pole releases kind of over the last couple of weeks, uh, in the form of uh Shang Chi as one of them, uh, which was excellent. And then uh, more recently, No Time to Die, Bond is back, baby. And I wanted to address this one because this film has been delayed for essentially two years. Like they it was it was to be released in early 2020 and obviously you know a year and a half later here we are and it's finally released but (laughs) you know it's interesting because they had to they had to keep they kept marketing the film (laughs) they kept marketing the film over and over again spending hundreds of millions only for them to go ah fuck it we can't we can't release it in cinemas so all that money has just been burned i i heard somewhere that for this movie to break even at this point because like bond films are expensive to begin with before you start marketing the bloody things this film needs 900 million dollars to break even wow um and the only bond film to break a billion is skyfall so that they're up against it but by jesus they're off to a good start it's it's only been it's only just released in the u.s and it's only been out a week and a half kind of in sort of european territories and stuff and other kind of global markets but it's um it's up to about 350 million I said thousand. Wow. So it, and I just for me I was like, hold on, we're actually seeing that's the most one of the more significant kind of like big blockbuster sort of box office turnarounds in that sort of a period. We haven't seen anything like that for a you know for a long time. Shang Chi kind of indicated that that we were kind of heading that direction. I think Bond has now cemented us as like we actually might returning to. We're definitely not there yet, but we're really starting to keep that upward sort of trajectory towards kind of actual regular audience attendance which i think is exciting and like i i i am um, i'll speak to the film a bit more later when we kind of move get to it but um it was interesting you know people are really starting to go out 
and and see films. Uh, the US is letting the side down a little bit. It was released. It was like a soft release in the US, so not all the cinemas had it. But you know, over the next couple of weeks, now we'll, we'll really get a sense of do people keep going to see it? What well, since it's only in cinemas and kind of is it, is are we kind of back to that point of you can rely on cinemas as a release? Because there's been a lot of concern for both you and I that they keep doing this kind of day and day release where they do oh you can go to cinema or you can just you can just buy it on streaming like i talk about the most unexciting way of consuming a new film like that so we want the we want these movies to do well so they keep they keep committing to the the big budget stuff they keep releasing them in the cinemas that's this is what we want we want it to go in this this direction yeah and it's it's not just us either because uh the director of saints of newark which is the sopranos prequel said that he if he had known that the film is going to be released on uh, HBO at the same time, the same day it was released in the cinema. He would not, he would not have directed the movie. Same as uh, Patty Jenkins with uh, Wonder Woman 1984 said she doesn't believe people should watch it on HBO Max. She said it's a, it's a cinema movie. It's made for the cinema. So like there is, there is definitely a resentment, and we all saw what happened with the the Scarlett Johansson yeah. debacle. There's definitely a resentment towards this. And which look, I'm all for. I don't. I think film cinema is cinema and. The film I'm going to touch upon later, which really proves that point, mm. that some films need to be seen in the cinema to be appreciated, was like just The Green Knight, which didn't get a huge release in Ireland or anything, but my God, to say a film that like would have been 50% of the impact would have been lost by watching it on a uh, home, home system. You, need, you really need the, the big screen and the darkness. Question for you. Yeah. Have you ever done the 4DX in Cine World. Yes. Is that any good? Yes, I, yes, I, I have. I keep passing that, that one and I'm like, hmm, tempting. Hmm. So, so interestingly, hmm. it, it depends what type of film you go see because I saw the original Venom in it okay. and it made it a hundred times better because that film was terrible <laughs> and instead of being able to focus on the movie because the seats were moving so wildly, I was like, oh, okay, this is actually... Like a roller coaster. This is actually kind of a... Yeah, a fun ride, you know. I also saw Aquaman in the 40X. And let's just say it was a very a very a very wet experience because there was just constantly water <laughs> being sprayed at you like. For that film it seemed like being waterboarded if you're gonna see Aquaman in a 40X. I mean essentially it's because it, it was also torture for two and a half hours. Oh so. <laughs> that's it. Get up, get up them stairs you a good thing, yeah. <laughs> oh he's back. He's back with oh, a vengeance. I like that. <laughs> Actually, I, do you know what? I saw, I watched Wonder Woman recently for the first time. Wonder Woman 84, 1984. Not, that was, not great. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's why a lot of people, when uh, she did criticize it, everyone was like, you made a terrible film. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> for a director who's so proud of it and who did such a good with the first one, it felt very directionless. We we, we won't do it. But I watched, no, I was won't. like, when is there going to be any Wonder Womaning in this? She's fucking tropes around the place doing nothing. And also, the story was on a magic wish stone. Is that from the comics? Well, like, look, that's... Of, of all things not to bring into the kind of... The, the grounded, maybe, uh, version of the, the cinematic universes here. Maybe don't make your, your film rely on wishes. Really, like, don't, don't do that. And don't also make someone inhabit a human being's body. Because that's... That's just weird weird yeah and then like you just you just go ah i don't want this wish anymore everything's back to normal you just say it into the ether and the stone hears it and again 
how how has nobody heard of Wonder Woman in the future films? Like, I know we're just giving up on that, but come on. <laughs> she spoke to the whole world at the end. She spoke to the whole world. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's like, and nobody, Batman doesn't know about her ten years later. Yes, he gets a shitty email from himself. That's how he found... <laughs> Outrageous with, with a Wonder Woman gif And he's like Who is this <laughs> Who is this With our logo That's a lovely logo Outrageous yeah. But look Rob Rob yeah. from, from your box office musings You mentioned Bond Yeah Now Rob You've seen The new Bond movie And obviously We don't we do not do reviews here we Ross, don't, Ross we, we don't do reviews We don't do reviews here <laughs> But we do do quick musings So Rob Do you want to give us Your quick musings On No Time to Die We don't do reviews But uh Four to five No I'm kidding <laughs> Four puns out of five. Four, uh... <laughs> that got me. Oh, my God. Absolute bandage. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I look, I went to see it. That's what I did. Actually, you know what was exciting? The, the, the cinema's really full. People... This is, I think... This is a franchise that people do love going to the cinema for. And it was great to see. Like, people were there in droves. The, it was the busiest I've seen uh, a cinema, obviously, since pre-pandemic, by, like, a, by a country mile. I, I, when I... Look, I'm going to say, I thought this was good. But there's obviously lots of asterisks going on there when you say that. It's good because you have to you have to look at it through the lens of it's a Bond film, so it will always have to hit certain tropes and in certain beats. And I'm also kind of more or less just saying it's good as it relates to the, the rest of the Daniel Craig Bond canon. I I would argue maybe maybe on a par, maybe just shy of Skyfall. Like Cena Royale is still by far and away the best one, but this movie was good fun. It had a lot of heart to it. Some some really some really nice uh, character moments in it. Some fun action set pieces. It very much still though just went through the motions of this is a Bond movie. So these here's some of the here's some of the spy craft. Here's some of the car chases. The 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 over the top action. Some of the stunt work is really excellent in this. Like it's really exciting. And I, I encourage people to see it in the cinema for that very reason. Craig is great. Like you could see he's more comfortable in this one than he was. I think in you know the way in Spectre. You're you're just like this guy. This Ugh. guy isn't enjoying himself because he knows it's not checked good. out. He is he is checked out. Whereas you could see he's he's more invested in this one. Yeah, well, ironically, in this film, he's checked in, as in like thirty million checked in. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh man, the cash he makes of this is insane. His base price is like twenty five for this, and he gets a cut of the box office as well because that like that's wow. part of the negotiation or whatever. Yeah, twenty five to thirty, like insane, and that's that's outside of all the endorsements he probably gets from brands like watch brands and soup brands and all sorts of things that pay soup or she said suit no i said i I said soup brands (laughs) 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 i like my soups shaken not stirred (laughs) (laughs) how long do you put this microwave soup in for zero zero seven minutes jesus (laughs) Uh, can i get a casino chicken royale please if you don't mind my bloody (laughs) (laughs) Much better than any of the things I just <laughs> well, said. It's there. not really a, a soup. Soup? Oh, fucking hell. We're out. We're, oh. <laughs> it's right back into it like they're like, it's not, like we didn't miss a day. Look, it's good. I will say one of my immediate criticisms, and you can you, you knew this going in because it's in the trailers. I don't know why they have to act like all the Bonds, all the Bond villains in this Craig verse are interconnected. It's so silly. Like, it's, it's very annoying that they shoehorn it in. It feels very ham fisted. Like, you know the way Inspector, 
Blofeld is there and he goes I yeah. turns out I was responsible for everything even though the previous guy said he was also responsible for the guys before yeah, him yeah. and it's just it's just look, tacked on I have a picture of him hanging up there that means I'm yeah. responsible and he wasn't right I set up this elaborate maze and I even went to the I printed out photographs of these people just to prove <laughs> that I was definitely responsible for them like this random shady banker and like this this supposed spy like why would they be connected Silva yeah and there's, and there's no need it doesn't enrich the story at all even though it seems to think it does I mean they tie other elements back to Vesper Lynn is still a little bit of a talking point in this which actually I don't mind because I like how they kind of address how it affected Bond but like just like let it be just this fresh villain that crops up but it's just a bad person also the villain villain is, is unfortunately a little bit underwhelming doesn't get a lot of screen time Rami Malek yeah he was wasted to be honest he's very capable he was a bit wasted but wasted in favour of quite sort of cathartic bond character moments so i think that was they had they felt like they had to make a trade-off even though the movie is almost three hours long they okay that's i i had to ask that i have to ask that it, like what is so what is the deal <laughs> with making a bond film two hours and 45 minutes long um i don't know what the deal is there they really tried to pack a lot in because this was this is his swan song this is his finale so i think they like this craig want to be like okay i'm going out with this this is absolutely my last one I'm not doing another one of these fake films <laughs> he said a lot of things about these bad films yeah I'm um, yeah so they're really difficult to walk back yeah <laughs> I mean he has anyway somehow somehow redeemingly but you know it's kind of a case of oh we have to do some of this, the spy craft and you know the way that you know in, in the film it's it's teed up that he's kind of he's kind of disappeared with his missus and that they've brought in a new double O agent and like, yes a lot has to be established before he's kind of back in the fray you see so it's it's very luxurious with the time it gives itself to just get him back on his feet before he's kind of... It actually, yeah, kicks off really like... But I will say it didn't, to its credit, I and maybe just because I was enjoying it and I like and I, I like, I like the I like the kind of Bond vibe, but I, I didn't feel like it dragged too much. The villain, the, the bits around Rami Malek dragged a little bit where he's just talking. I'm just like, this these Bond villain monologues could be so much more interesting than just... If there's anything I've been struck by with certainly the later Craig films is that they think just by putting their villains in like a really striking sort of set or surrounding and then just and yeah our lights are a back yes moody shadowy lighting and an abstract kind of there's there's a there's a phrase for for that kind of concrete sort of intrusive architecture it's it's um it, you know it looks very angular and and sort of um barbaric yeah, it's it's not like it's not like oblique, oblique, or it's like a very yeah, it's like a smash or something. There's a word I know. There's yeah, a word and it's you know they yeah. think of oh, we just plonked them in this big concrete semicircle with, and it looks very barren and mysterious and unsettling, and just then we just sit him on a cushion and let him talk for half an hour. That's compelling cinema. That's not really that's yeah. not really enough. But when when he's moving and he's doing his James Bond kind of cheesy stuff, you can see he's having a good time with it, and some of the stunts are fantastic. Uh, which is what you go for for these. Like, if if you were to put if you were to put this up against one of the Mission Impossible's, it's not nearly as taut, you know, not nearly as kind of refined or as it doesn't move. Like when 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 Ethan Hunt is on the run, you're barely able to keep up with the amount of stuff that keeps happening to him and like how he's moving, through, you know, he's barreling through the story and how he's figuring things out. One thing and he's one minute he's holding his breath, next thing you know he's disabling at a nuke, you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know he's weary, but he's kind of 
he's wizened he's, and he's softened a bit in his old age this old Craig and he gets fun moments but you know you get your yeah, Q back Q gets a nice run in here the, the new double O is, is definitely an interesting addition because they, they kind of bounce off each other in a fun way because obviously she's the new and he's the old and they have a bit of there's a tete-a-tete it's very stylish yeah I, I would say definitely go see it if you enjoy Bond films and it's worth seeing in the cinema um, and it's you know definitely I would say this is above middle of the road for, for Craig I think well worth a watch yeah. nice Nice. I will. I will go see it. I will. As I said, maybe. Maybe a bit of Sunday bondage is, is ahead of me. <laughs> but uh. I think it's it's a, it's a good send off for him. You'll be surprised how much heart there is in this film. It actually this that will catch you off guard. I mean, look, it's it's an Oscar winning director. You know what I mean? He did uh, 1917 just there two years ago. Or no, it's, it's year, whatever. It's, an Oscar it's not that, Sam so. Mendes. It's someone. Eve. It's not Sam Mendes. He did the last two, but they got the guy who directed True Detective. Uh, Carrie Fukuhara. Fuka- ah, have you, have you okay. seen any True Detective? Okay. Because that show I, I is I fucking phenomenal. That first season yeah. will below your mind. I've, I've, I've heard. I think I should. I should try check it out. I should. But I mean, I, I saw a tweet yeah. the other day that when <laughs> when millennials go to socialize at parties, <laughs> 90% of their time is them just listening to people tell them about TV shows and them saying, yeah, I must watch that sometime. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's outrageous how much... Oh, God, that's unbelievable. And this is as people who are doing a podcast about, like, TV and movie and that. And even we're like, come on, guys, talk about something else at a party. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do it, but that's that's different. So from James Bond, No Time to Die, for a cinema experience to another amazing and enriching cinema experience that, again, I, I won't review and I won't spoil much about it, but I'll just talk very, very quickly Don't about review it. it. And that is Don't give the, us a review. I don't. I mean, from what I've heard, we don't do reviews. We don't do those. But it's the the green the green night, and it was a. I was re- waiting for this film. We were talking about before, Rob. You actually sent the trailer to me. That's the first time I saw it. Is when you mm. sent it to me. Very very arresting visuals in the trailer. Very much so. Trailer. And I was like, will will the film hold up mm. to that, and will it stand and all that? And then again, maybe what we're talking about there with the. The luxurious runtime of two hours and forty-five minutes. Mercifully, the green light is two hours okay. long. Now I say mercifully, that means I, I sound like I didn't like it. Uh, far from it. I, it was a a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. It really, really deserves to be seen in the cinema because a lot of it is cinematography. A lot of it is is the visuals. A lot of it is immersing yourself in the atmosphere. Lots of it is set in Ireland, in Offaly, in Tipperary, and everything was no filmed. Way. And Wicklow. I didn't realise that. Oh yeah, loads of it. Yeah, there's a big swathe of the film is set in the castle in Offaly itself. But uh, oh, it, it looks stunning. The effects are fantastic. It's a very understated mm, movie. I like that. It's either love it or hate it. it. And a lot of people I know didn't enjoy it. And then some people I know loved it. For me... And this is a very, very bold claim, but it has been a very quiet year. It is my film of this oh, year. Oh, wow. And that, okay, yeah. I actually don't find that shocking because, first of all, there haven't been as many major releases. And also, it's one of the few interesting looking ones for the first time in a while. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I agree so with like you at that. least it's original. Like, God, they're fucking a dime a dozen. Uh, and to, to say to say it is original is is an understatement. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm purposely been very vague about what I say about it because I think it is the kind of film you should go in with your eyes closed without knowing anything about and let the film take you on a journey because that's that's the point of the film is is it the journey you just, you just you know? said that so, with your eyes closed and I just have this image of me bouncing off the walls trying to feel my way into this <laughs> into the into the into the screening into the screen um, this is great uh, I have a question for you 
because it looks very obscure and odd, obviously, in a good way. Uh, but was it easy to follow? Did the story actually make sense? And was even that aspect of it satisfying? Or is like, uh, is it just a visual feast? Or was you know, how did the story keep up with that aspect of it? The story, the story has so many layers to it. If you just watch it on a case of you're watching a film, that's absolutely okay. fine. You can get through it. You can keep up. But if you start to look a little deeper, it is so rewarding. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. And you know what? For Halloween, it's the Halloween time. I believe it's a perfect Halloween movie because it's not like jump scare, scary, scary, but it is very, it is a slow burn unsettling atmospheric feeling to the whole thing and at times it can go very dark and very kind of oh okay i'm actually beginning to feel this now myself mm. you know it's uh i really thoroughly enjoyed it deb patel is is fantastic in it easily his best oh wow. it's fantastic i know he's eating some other great stuff i know he, he- chappy <laughs> <laughs> no i mean what an oscar he, he, as far as i'm aware I, I, he got a start in skins mm. didn't he he did indeed. He did God, indeed. Looking back, that show was mental. I watched the first couple of two or three seasons, and it was like it was addictive because it was just so mad. Like it was such like I was in college when that was like at its peak, and I was like, "This show is nuts." Also, also one last thing about oh, Green Knight. Oh, uh, Barry Keown, of course, the Irish actor who I'm known to dislike in his the movies. Man with the most <laughs> unusual face. He's just got those an old Steve Buscemi face of a man. Does that make sense? He, that, he really does with the, yeah, kind of the eyes. Anyway, but it's, he actually, you know what? He gets to be a little bit different here. He gets to be a little bit playful, a bit, little bit, bit zappier, like. Bit zappier, maybe? Bit zappier, bit zappier. Not a huge role, but then no, nobody bar Dev Patel has a huge role in it. But it's just, I don't want to say too much about it. If you can get to see it in the it's on Amazon Prime as well. If you're stuck with that, watch it there. But if you can get to see this in the cinema, it is a visual feast. Okay. It is a, like, it, my eyes were just soaking it all in, you know. And after two hours long, not too long, not too short, just about right. Uh, okay. Two hours is, two hours are just over is kind of the sweet spot. Well, if, oh, if, it's, a, if, it's, a good, if it's a good film. <laughs> if it's, that, well, yeah, that's, that's the truth, yeah. Um, oh, cool. I kind of, I do want to see that. Um, what else did I have? Rob yes. Rob it is time Rob okay we're about to hit the 27 minute mark it is time for the Halloween ghouls uh, to oh, come out oh, oh, I'm I've got right beside me here a nice uh, a nice Ecto-1 transforming Ghostbusters car that also transforms into a, a, an Autobot called Ectotron and it's You're it's just kidding awesome me. it's just Ah, oh, it's made my it's made my Halloween because obviously I love Halloween, love dressing up. Need to come up with a costume for this year. Was very tempted to do the cult from Midsummer, but I need other people. But for your listening and enjoyment, folks, we are going to do a completely entirely made up a little, little section by myself. All right, <laughs> and it's called the I understood that reference big Halloween quiz. <laughs> oh. Now there's three there's three segments to this uh, quiz, and I will I will. I will go through each of them in turn as I reach them. I'll ask Rob some questions, some fun little stuff, and then there's a big surprise at the end. So let's let's jump on into this, Rob. I know you're not the biggest not the biggest horror film fan in the world, so I decided oh. not to go too crazy. Do you know what's so funny you should say that? Because the one I've always gone back to is well I've gone back to a couple, but sure enough I walked into the room yesterday and Vish had the, the conjuring on. So I ended up watching most of that again. I've seen that movie a few times. That's a good the, the first Conjuring is a very good very film. very good. A very good film. Very, it's very good. It establishes the rules that you should be looking out for. It's, and then it yeah, ratchets yes. up the tension in such a slow build way. 
the bit with the claps oh the bit with the claps and it's so subtle and it's not there's not people dying every two seconds because that doesn't scare me no, when that happens it's you too need, brash you need yeah exactly you need the build up you need the momentum you need slow suspenseful scare they do such a good job of of building up the sort of the routines and the habits and the games of the family first and then when they start doing those as the sort of the spooky things start happening they become integral to how you realise the ghosts or the ghouls or the demons are messing how just scared yeah, it's just so exactly. clever the, the, the mum is playing like the clap game it's like okay second clap and she hears a clap goes into a room yes and then a wardrobe door just creaks open and she goes okay third clap and then just a mysterious set of hands just come out through the clothes and clap and she obviously goes to investigate and then her daughter runs in from another room the whole time like there's that's such a clever unsettling effect it's so simple because it's so subtle and it's like remember we were saying before about payoffs in yeah. movies setting something up that makes something happen later on that makes it more make more oh. sense you could do that scene on its own and people would be like yeah yeah but because it's set up already it's so it's so much more subtly and subversively effective oh. at being scared Scar- one of the, that's one of the scariest moments in the movie and it's not even a jump scare it's just yeah. just the way they teed it up also do you know what this my recommendation folks for this Halloween and it's not even like a horror film as such it's very much a psychological horror and it's Midsommar and I put this up on the on the Twitter <laughs> and people really reacted to it and Rob I know you haven't seen it yet you should watch it because it's not no jump scares no like no kind of horror movie tropes it's amazing. I love how you really you really emphasize that it ends in an AR. Midsommar. <laughs> well, it gets me every time. The director said that that's how you pronounce I, I, it, right? It's Swedish. I figured you were being very authentic there because most people just call it Midsommar, obviously, because that's kind of already worked. Yeah. The translation, <laughs> I yeah. I just It's such but, a purist approach. I respect it. Come on, folks. We got to do this. We got to do this. So the first round, each of them has a name, of course, because it's what I do. And the first round, now Rob, you don't have to, because it's, as I said, Halloween isn't your, they're not your, horror films aren't your favourite things. So, you know, there's no, nothing you got to beat here. You just got to do as good as you can, oh. okay? So the first round is called Drag Lines. Oh. So the first round, basically, you have to get the tagline. I have to give you the tagline and you have to guess what horror movie is Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now this is, this is ranges from a, uh, very very difficult to outrageously easy <laughs> standards <laughs> yeah but you got to think about horror films in general and very old classics as well and all that okay. so um I'll, I'll... there's there's 10 here and then there's a bonus 11th one as well oh, so s- right smite me okay play along at home folks see if you can get play them along yeah, or you know if you can get them at all play along yeah. anyway <laughs> all right number 1 rob hello the monster demands a mate. <sighs> this is gonna be a long segment. Now, no, no, trust me, one. They're not, not all. Is this, this is this is this tricky? Oh, th- this is it, it's tricky, but it's from 1935. And listen to what it says. Think about a classic. Oh, monster is it Frankenstein's monster? Mon- oh, you're so close. It's so the monster demands a mate. Oh, uh, the, the Frankenstein's bride. Yes, the, I mean the bride, the bride of Frankenstein. Frankenstein I mean. Yes, well done. Okay, the 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 the, 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 the decade you gave me immediately <laughs> narrowed down the options. <laughs> Don't worry, they get they get they get no, they're not the that's okay. okay. So, I'm glad I got that. Okay, I've warmed up a little bit. Number two, who will survive and what will be left of them? I feel like that just 
could be anything. Saw? No, it's 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 1974. Oh, uh, the thing? No, but oh, you know, you know, that that's that's not miles away. But so so think of what will be left of them. So that that implies oh, body like dismemberment and stuff. No, that's oh, that's way older than God. 1970s. What will be left of them? Um, ooh. So that means they're being maybe massacred. Oh, a, is it the Texas Chainsaw no. Massacre? Seriously? Yes. I that came into my head, but I thought maybe no. That's that's late. That's I didn't think that was back in 1970s. I had no idea. It's I, I it's uh, it's deceptively early. Oh, crikey! I thought that was way later in, in the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be left. Right. Number three. Oh my gosh. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Uh, Resident Evil. No, but that's it's it's where it's where Resident Evil took the inspiration. Resident Evil ripped it off. Uh, basically. Underworld. No, it's it's a John Romero movie, and it's it's like. Why, it's wait, not, can you give me a year not, again? That really helps me narrow it down. Uh, nineteen nineteen seventy eight. Oh, shit. So give me the tagline again. Uh, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk. Oh, the, the evil earth. dead. No, but that's actually a really good. <laughs> you yo, you give me. I'm not getting this one. It's Dawn of oh, the Dead. Jesus. I was teetering okay, around it, but never close. 1978. Okay. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the water. <laughs> Jaws. Oh, no. Is it Jaws 2? It's Jaws 2, yes. Father Dougal. It's a bigger shark yeah. head. <laughs> it's a bigger shark head. <laughs> just when you thought it was safe to go back into the water, I was just like, oh, wait, that has to be the sequel then. It's the one that got you. So now, in 1979, in space, no one can hear you scream. Um, I've heard that tagline before. It's it's one of the most famous taglines for a tremendously famous horror film. Uh, And think about it. In space, no one can hear you scream. Lost in space? 1979. No, but like a a horror film in 1979. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Alien. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. I know, it's mad to think it's uh, yeah the, the years are just like so surprising for some of these so this is 1982 okay. you've already mentioned this man is the warmest place to hide. oh gosh that has to be the thing it surely is because it's within them fantastic movie a fantastic movie uh great year 1986 I, for this I actually one. watched very quickly i've watched some of the special effects behind the scenes and how they did some of the effects for alien and the thing and I, God, I just, I just encourage people to YouTube it. It is fascinating how clever they had to be because they can't just say, "Here's millions of dollars, just do it in CGI." Like they were, it was all practical. And it, so, do you want to know something mad that you just? Then you, so you said there, the 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 thing, for example, nineteen eighty two, the way they couldn't make it in CG, so they made all. I know where you're going with this. I know where you're. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> that with the, the remake of the thing. <laughs> That they they actually made all the prosthetics and all the, the the practical effects and then went nah just CG it all out instead yeah and it's terrible and it's funny because uh, you look at the the practical stuff and you're thinking why on earth would they not why would they not pick that over the CG it's astonishing I, I, <sighs> okay this film this film is a, an, one of your favorite actors of all time <gasps> be afraid be very afraid 1986 um uh. Be afraid, be very afraid. 1986. Yeah. One of your favourite actors. And you uh, do uh, impressions of him <laughs> all the time. Um, uh, ooh. Uh, 
What? I know it's Goldblum, but what? What? Yes. Is, is it yes. the fly? It's. Is it the fly? Yes, it is I didn't indeed. realize that tagline was indeed. from the fly. I never realized that. There's only three more, what? and they're all very well recent new ones. So, this one's. I don't know if you'll get this, okay. but it's it's a ver- 1990. The original is very famous. Second one, not so much. He's in town with a few days to kill. Uh, is it like? Uh, is it like? Friday night. Think, think along the lines of of Alien. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not Predator. Alien, he's in town with a few days to oh, kill. What? So it's not Predator. Predator Two. Is it re- <laughs> oh, the, the misdirects of the sequels are so clever. I love it. Now, 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 these ones are very new. Twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Oh, so an okay, jump. this is a good one. I've never, I never heard this one. Just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. The oh. It's it's I I think I've heard about this. Is it the strangers or the the? It is not. I thought it was mm, okay. Just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. Yeah, it's. I never would. I would not get this if I was asked. Okay, I, I'm blanking. I thought it was like the guest. Get out. Oh. Yeah. I I honestly would not have put that tagline with with that film. Oh, I did not in a million years. So then the last one, 2018. I wouldn't get this either. Evil runs in the family. And think about what, like, it runs in the family is the clue. That's, yeah. that's the title. Uh, yeah. If you pass something on, say, between your genes, between mother to father, or mother to son, it's... That's with a H. Oh, it's, it's hereditary. It's, it's the it's the previous yes, Ari Aster yes, yes. film. That, not, but, yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. I've never seen that because that apparently is terrifying. And I, I, it's, the oh, idea it's, of it scares me. Have you seen it? It's it's something else. I heard it's, I heard it's it brilliant, is. but, like, you, you, oh, you you're have not, not idea. a strong stomach for that movie, I've heard. Yeah, I'd recommend Midsommar over oh, it. Okay. But anyway, um, right then. So okay. round two, because the third round is the real good one. So round two is called Cover Band. And this is essentially just our Lost in Translation one. There's only five questions. Okay. They're all relatively okay. Um, so basically, mistranslation, through, run through Google Translate, and you have to get the, the, the quote or the movie. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> sometimes a lot of friends, fans try to test me. I ate his liver with a few pieces of beans <laughs> and a good Chianti. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Has to be. That's very true. Uh, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava, fava beans and a nice Chianti. With some fava beans. Okay. Gladys. N- n- number That's two. So good. I see the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a little nugget of a little scale for you now. So that's obviously the sixth sense. It is indeed. Uh, What's the quote? Uh, I see dead people. Yeah. But the um, <laughs> so remember I was telling you I was doing like a presentation. I was hosting like a, t- a company town hall thing, and I I made a movie theme, so I did little quiz segments. And I I borrowed your last lost in translation idea, but I did it. I I made it a bit more straightforward because I only had like you know thirty seconds to a minute between each sort of topic. Yeah. But, um, one of them was just like here are the international movie titles for famous movies. Can you guess what movie it is? So I would give the international movie title. Oh, that's great! And the um, there were some funny ones in there, but the <laughs> the sixth sense in China was just called "He's a ghost." <laughs> <laughs> that is outrageous. <laughs> He's a ghost. The, it sounds like a sitcom. The whole <laughs> He's a ghost. The whole crux of the film, the famous twist on which the whole film is based. The like the the everything is it. The movie breaks its back to disguise the fact that he's a ghost. <laughs> and, and then for, for the he's Chinese audience, they're just like, I would just tell them what the what's going on. That's 
Excellent is what that is. Also, we should do that segment because that sounds funny. Oh, there's some great, there's some superb examples in there. Okay, right. Let's let's rock on. I really want to get this third round. So, uh, do you like horror movies? (laughs) Are you afraid of the dark? No. Um, Do you like horror movies? Yeah. I mean, it's essentially only one word that's changed. Oh, is it just scary movie? Yeah. What scream? Do you like scary movies? Oh. Oh, this is the tagline, of course. Oops. Oh no no this, this is the quote. This, this is the quote. Oh, this the lost oh, translation. Oh yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I I I converted it to my own segment in my head, and I just confused myself. I was like, that seems like an odd title for a film. Um, right. So two okay. more. This next one is is again very 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 straightforward. Okay. Uh, want to play? <laughs> Would you like to play a game? So has to be. Yeah. <laughs> want to play? And then the last one, which if you get. I will be incredibly impressed. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, here it is then. You will need to update more. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just hilarious, but it's not inaccurate. You need to update more. Um, something like time to... You, yeah, you have to change or something. Um, uh, g- g- give, me, give me a decade. Give me a decade. Give me... Oh, it's 1975, a pure classic. Oh, for... We had the sequel to it earlier. Um, oh... Oh, uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead 2. I don't know. Bro- Bro- Brody says it. That's a hint. <laughs> it's Joe Dawn. It's, it's, you're, you're gonna need a bigger boss. Oh, it's Jaws! <laughs> you need to, You'll need to update more. It's Jaws. <laughs> that was easily the best <laughs> one. You'll, you'll need to update more. You're gonna need a bigger boss. <laughs> That's so silly. It's excellent. That's, that's why you do that segment because that's just so daft no. I love it now folks forget all that Uh-oh. because this is the most ambitious thing we've ever attempted and I understood that reference oh Christ Rob we're about to hit you with a ghoulish devilish choose your own adventure story <laughs> yes so this is a, a story I've written entirely Rob and you have to guess you have to give me the right answer when you get to the, op- the answer oh, options okay. okay there's only going to be two each time we'll see if you can make it through alive alright oh my gosh okay <laughs> this is called choice pickings so alright Rob imagine yourself to come on to dark night imagine the the scary sounds I'm going to put on the podcast over this oh no okay. I can, Ooh, what's that noise I, can, oh, I don't know it's, it's a little doggy oh no scared okay, of little doggies okay. right <laughs> After a hilarious night out with your handsome and witty friend in Fibsborough, you decide to stumble out to your most humble abode. The moon is high, casting shadows off the ledges and making the trees look like grasping hands. The house you are staying in is only about a 45 minute walk away, but there's a shortcut that cuts through a lane and will get you home a good 10 to 15 minutes quicker. Okay. So, do you A. Take the shortcut. I need to get back now. My bladder can't take any more. Or B, take the long route. I can spare the time to walk and enjoy the scenic view. It's a trick, but I, I have to take the shortcut, don't I? I have to. That's that's how... That's, that's... Alright then, so you take the shortcut. Okay. You decide you cannot spare the time and take the risk. You take a quick gander down the long laneway, but can't see very much with the dark. You hear a distinctive set of footsteps clatter away in the other direction from behind you. You've already made the decision to go in, so you have a route around your pockets to see what you have. You throw out some open whiskey bottles and find a lighter in your pocket as well as your phone. Do you A. 
use the lighter. What if I need my phone to make a call later on? Or B, use the light on your phone. It's much stronger and I will feel much safer. I will use the lighter. Alright then. So you whip out your lighter, knowing you may need your phone for an emergency. Yes. It doesn't work at first, but after sparking it a few times, it lights oh, up. Gosh, thank the God. The night feels warmer. Yeah, the, thank, thank God. God right? It's nervous. The night <laughs> feels warmer already. You, f- you think to yourself as you move quickly down the alley. As you proceed further, you are almost attacked by a xenomorph from the movie. Oh, alien. Christ. However, however, it is scared of fire and runs <gasps> away. It is only now you realise that due to the open whiskey bottles in your pocket that you were soaked in alcohol and you have set yourself on fire and are too late to put yourself <laughs> You quickly burn to death. <laughs> that, that took a turn. Oh, that took a turn. <laughs> Alright, Rob, you, you, you quickly, you, you find yourself refreshed. Okay. Back again. You're outside and you're making the decision. So do you want to go for obviously using your phone this time? I will take I will take my phone, please, as the option. Yeah. So the light on your phone cascades down the laneway, providing some much-needed light relief. You <laughs> laugh to yourself in your head over how amusing that line was and moves <laughs> I did do that. You I did th- do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have the horrible feeling you are being watched, but you can't quite see anyone around you. You remember your charismatic and youthful looking, albeit being in his mid-thirties friend, telling you about the graffiti on the walls, and you have a look with your phone to check them out. You hear a noise rattling behind you, but you are somewhat scared to look. Do you A. Keep looking at the art on the walls. If you don't acknowledge it, it can't hurt you. Or B. Spin around and shout while flailing your arms. I spin around and shout while flailing. Oh. Got a, we've got a flailer here. We've got a flailer here. Learn from the best. You whip your body around in a quick jerking motion and flail your arms miserably. You believe through the haze that you see something move off. Maybe it was a rat. Maybe it was the predator find you too pathetic to even bother hunting in this state. <laughs> or maybe, maybe it was the branch you kicked in on the way. <laughs> but you have gained a new sense of vigor and are more than halfway there. Yes. Before you get to the end of the laneway, a figure blocks your way. Do you, A... Switch off the light on your phone and try and bypass the dark figure. Or B, shout an insult out loud to intimidate the figure. <laughs> I, s- <laughs> I slink away to the side. Slinky slink. You hurriedly knock the light off on your phone and attach your back to a wall. You scurry along the corners like the crew of the Nostromo in Alien, <laughs> hoping to avoid the gaze of whatever the creature is. The shadows blend into one and you feel pretty good about yourself. And somehow you succeed! I don't believe it! You're almost at the home stretch! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> okay, Rob. Okay. Oh my god, I'm okay. nervous. The pressure's building. Pressure mounts. So, okay. So, this is it now, Rob. You make it to the end of the laneway and briskly come out the other side. You just about clear the end of the road to your home until an arm strongly grabs you back. One final challenge, you muttered to yourself. One last hurdle. Do you, A, turn around and swing with all your might. You must succeed. You will succeed. You're unstoppable. Or B, nothing can stop you now. You face your fears and come out the other side. You have nothing more to prove. I have nothing more to prove. I fear nothing. I I am nothing. You hold your head up high, knowing death has no meaning to you anymore. (laughs) The arm tries to yank you back until you begin to walk forward forever putting the danger and mystery of the alley behind you. The person who tried to drag you back runs in front of you and you soon discover what those familiar footsteps you heard before entering the alley were. 
Your brave and witty friend Ross, who also expected you to run and not to go into the alley, <laughs> had caught up with you to bring you to his house in which you were staying. <laughs> and what's more, he had a delicious bag of chips in his hand. The alley was defeated and you had learned that the night is darkest just before the dawn and that maybe running away wasn't so cowardly after all. <laughs> Congratulations, Rob, you survived! <laughs> I'll give that a big pool of us. A big pool of us. That was expertly written, I must say. Very, very epic. It was like a little novella. I was I was completely entranced by the characters. That put upon the page. I could they were, they were uh, brought to life in front of my very eyes. The the only one the only one so basically everyone this is based on a adventure myself and Rob had on a drunken night in Fibsburg where where I may have I may have unwittingly ran away in the other direction as soon as I heard a, a bit of footstep in an alleyway and left Rob to uh, fend for himself. I was having a great time. We were having a great night. Nothing actually. I was actually already emboldened at that point. By the time we got to the by the time we got to the alley, I was I was already at that point of nothing can stop me. And I was enjoying. It. I was like, oh, this is a cool shortcut. I've never even heard of this alley before. And it was, it was. We were like walking, and it, it got to the point where it was, at, it was at its maximum darkness. But there was a light from a house, sort of cascading up against a far wall. And obviously, that that amplifies the, and and sort of exaggerates shadows and shapes. Like a Bond yeah. movie. Like a Bond so, movie. <laughs> Ross heard a couple of voices, sees these figures in the shadows, and just yeah. You know when like you turn around in a cartoon, and there's just a silhouette of smoke because a a character has. <laughs> has left so hastily it's just their shape but they've they're already they're long gone <laughs> you just i just had to say what you turn around like you see ross's arms up in the air scampering away into the darkness oh my god it was oh, yeah. the funniest thing there, there was actually like a, a comic like you know in a, in a comic or like you know the old batman tv series would go like pow brisk when they push it was like you could see run the word run <laughs> was just in the air hanging in front of you and you're like oh all oh, right well, i guess so. this is i guess i'm dealing with this Myself. Great uh, day, the though. only one I want to read there the, the, the only one I want to read right, is that uh, the la- very last one if you had selected the turn around and swing with all your might because I, I, I put you spin around and strike with all your might your hand rocketing through the sky like some sort of fist rocket it lands on the head of whomever the arm belonged to with a resounding thud blood sprays onto the road around you and a body collapses onto the ground you howl with the light of the moon your victory trodden <laughs> in your veins Jesus <laughs> turn Turning the body around, you soon discover what those familiar footsteps you heard before entering the alley were. Your brave and witty friend Ross, who also expected you to run and not go in the alley, had caught up with you to bring you to his house in which you were staying. He now lays motionless in the street, and as you slump into the dark, you realise you were the true monster of the laneway all along. (laughs) (laughs) I became your worst fears in that alley. (sighs) Tell you folks. I'm very, very pleased with uh, with that. Well honest, done, man. As you can clearly tell, I'm delighted. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I have a lovely little quest through time. Were there a lot of branches? Because, or was it there was always a fail? It was almost like a yes, no, you can only go so far before I'm reverted back. Uh, th- th- well, for two of them, there was a, a pass and a fail, a pass and a fail. Then a third one was, a, was actually two passes, just different things happened. Then there was obviously the ending and one other uh, pass fail. Okay. Well yeah. thought out. I know, right? I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Dare I say? Don't get beat. Uh, I might. I might make up. Might make another one for Christmas for you. Another another Christmas choose your own adventure. <laughs> we like Home Alone. Or Rob Alone. <laughs> oh, madness. Sheer madness. Should that's me anyway. Rob Alone. Just kidding. That's mean. Not myself. But anyway, we did it. 
We feckin' I survived the alley again, apparently. Get, thankfully, yeah, I didn't. Get, you survived the horror movie uh, last th- week or last year. Th- thankfully, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't kill you either. That's part of the adventure. That's we both survived <laughs> this. Astonishingly, one. <laughs> I'm only yeah. delighted. Fun times. Fun times indeed. Now, if that's if that is not a Halloween special, folks, I don't want to know what is. I mean, who cares that we didn't actually reference most films in it? Who cares about uh, who that? Who cares that I you can listen that to I last didn't year's Halloween answers. special for yeah, that? Who cares if I didn't know? Who yeah. cares if Ross had to <laughs> handhold me through every single answer? Literally, give me the first letter of the film, the actor, the decade. Then I get, then I get it right. I mean, come on, that's serious folks, talent. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's it's all part of the experience. Now, the one last question I'll ask before before we wrap it up, Rob, are you going to dress up for Halloween this year? And also, what should I dress up as? Um, I don't know if I'm dressing up this year because there's no there's no party on the books as it stands in in my neck of the woods. So obviously, that's the whole for me that that has to be the the impetus to do so. Um, but for Ross, I I really feel like he should go as. Hmm, what could be interesting? What would be interesting? Because you know me, I like a little... I like a, a Snake Plissken from Escape from LA, Jack Burton from uh, Big Trim Little China, Optimus Prime one yeah, year. You do. I like my you costumes. Like, you like your 80s especially. Yeah, like, we could steer yeah. you away from those. Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> unlikely. I think you should go as Frankenstein's Bride. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, folks... <laughs> That's another episode of I Understood That <laughs> Reference. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This was a... <laughs> Don't forget, Halloween is Iha Sauna. It's an Irish festival. It's an Irish tradition. All the things you know about Halloween are all Irish. The colours, the oranges, the pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, all these things we covered before. They're all Irish. Don't forget. Don't forget. Rob. Yeah. Where can the good people, if they want more crazy things like choose your own adventure or Halloween stories and crazy quizzes, where can people oh, find us? Jesus. Um, well, they can f- find us at the at the, the back of a dark alley, waiting, lurking. just <laughs> Alive, just, technically. Yes, just waiting there to tell them, though, that you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes. That's the end of the hallway. Yeah, the end of- Spotify. Spotify. That's, what the, graffiti's, that's what the graffiti says. It just goes SoundCloud. The full RSS feed. Yeah, exactly. But it, the whole layer. It's, it's just the code. It's the raw code. It's just the text file. <laughs> Painstakingly put there. I hired a xenomorph to do it, actually. So that's why he was lurking in that neck of the woods. See, so, what did I say? SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Podtail. Don't forget Podtail. I actually haven't checked that in probably about a year. So I don't even know if that is still there or if that app even still <laughs> is in business. Yes. I should check it out. Um, Pod Nation. Uh, we've also got the website, capunderstands.com, and that links to those sources as well if you're having difficulty finding them. We've also got Twitter, of course, which uh, Ross puts a lot of these games and questions and challenges up there if you want to, if you really want to interact uh, and, and, and continue to, to live with the, the segments and the shame of listening to this podcast. <laughs> the ramifications. Of <laughs> <laughs> listening to this podcast, it's all there. And we have an email address as well, the lads at capunderstands.com as well. So there's loads of, loads of outlets for you. Lots of outlets for you to to listen and for you to survive this spooky season. <laughs> there you go. And look, all I can say is that we hope you've had a beautiful time. He's a ghost. <laughs> what a great name! <laughs> Terrifying. But look, folks, all that is left to say is that look, have a great Iha sauna, have a great Halloween. I have been Ross, and I have been Rob. This has been. I understood that reference. Uh, thanks very much for listening. 
Ooh, he's a ghost. Slaunter, folks. Happy Halloween. Where's me bride? I'm Frankenstein. Where's she gone?